Yeah, no, we were just we had the uh, we we did our Zoom call last night, right? Knowing that with that we're doing for with the boys, right? Yeah, we were doing a, a conference call. Yeah, and we played Jackbox, and I'm let me tell you with this virus thing, I'm thinking Jackbox is going to be a gosh dang competitive competitive sport. I'm I'm saying Winter Olympics 2022, it's going to be the, there's going to be a Jackbox going on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're going to put. They're gonna put Quiplash on ESPN, and they're gonna have uh, the one the funny the funny T-shirt game, and yeah. they're gonna have uh, Le- Le- they're gonna have LeBron James draw a funny draw a funny T-shirt, and then uh, uh, Chauncey Billups is gonna write a funny caption, and uh, yeah, and it'll be like the All Star game, but with uh, retired players and Jack. Yeah, it's gonna extend their extend their careers so much because i'd say most retired nba players are still healthy enough to play jackbox <laughs> games yeah i think so too uh uh-huh. did, you, did you see they were playing 2k on espn today yeah i've only watched like a few seconds of that but it looks really boring <laughs> it's like it's i i think it was it was two nba players i can't remember who they were but i just think it's funny they're like well shit we can't do actual basketball so i guess we'll just have two guys that are probably like okay at 2k like play on national tv because it's like there's people that play that game competitively like yeah see i feel like that would be more entertaining to watch people that were better at the game and also like better on on mic yeah (laughs) like i mean you know basketball players are great people or whatever but their job is not to be like a social like an entertaining person based on like what they say you know what i'm saying they're not good commentators yeah and i saw one of them where like one of the players was just like in his room, like in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, homie, you got you got like a couple mil a year. I feel like you could probably afford to drop some money on some studio lights. Yeah, um, I love how the I love how the pandemic has like reduced all like professional TV shows to like the same production level as like YouTube <laughs> or like YouTube in like 2010, you know, like yeah, bef- yeah. <laughs> before people would like make money. So they would never like invest in their like setup or whatever. Um, yeah. You excited for the big Saturday night live zoom calls <laughs> edition tonight? Oh yeah. Uh, I can't wait. I'm going to, I'm going to join in. Um, and I'm, I can't wait to laugh at Kate McKinnon do a funny Liz Warren impression about uh, how she actually voted against the Iran thing. Everybody's lying about it. Uh, that's a yeah. reference to something that happened like a month ago, I think at this point, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, like going back to the, the 2k thing though, like I think it would have been also more entertaining to watch that uh, Reddit tournament where they did March madness. <laughs> on... Yeah. I think that's still going on. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a, in a couple weeks. Yeah. But... On what was that NCAA two thousand or NCAA basketball two thousand nine two K eight two K eight on the PS three <laughs> and the, the tournament got delayed for like two weeks because the guy's disc got scratched. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then, didn't they like put a ton of work into like like customizing the rosters so that they were just yeah like... all the rosters were all the like the the real teams, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but then they also did one for the NIT, like the second tier tournament. Yeah. But that was run by a different guy. And there was a big controversy because they caught him rigging the games. Because <laughs> like when it was it, when it was like a team he didn't want to win, there was like you could you could clearly see that he like went to the pause menu at the end of the game and made him his controller be the team. And like he missed free throws on purpose. <laughs> wait, wait. So it was nobody playing the game. It's the computers playing themselves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, just a com- it's supposed to be a computer simulation, yeah. <laughs> then they thought that this dude was, 
was uh, was messing with the results. That like, that is so much funnier than like watching like a somebody who like plays it competitively uh, playing against another person who's very good at the game. Instead, you're just like yeah, just watching the two CPUs. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I, I hope they did what we did uh, when we were playing 2K uh, a couple of months ago at my apartment where we turned off all the sound except for player chatter. <laughs> yeah that's the best that's the best way to play that game <laughs> it's so funny because it's like you can barely hear the player chatter in like an actual game because it's drowned out by all the other noises but like you can just clearly tell they recorded it in a gym with like a bunch of like voice actors pretending to play against because i was like no you were uh the 2001 detroit pistons right yeah, I was the Pistons and what you were the Bucks. Yeah, yeah I was like, like the this, current Bucks. Yeah, so like it's it's funny to me that these like voice actors were in a gym, uh, pretending to play basketball against retired NBA players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had so many recorded because I remember there was. I remember hearing over and over they would go, get on Billups, get, yeah, get on, on Billups. Billups. <laughs> and then the other one I remember is uh, Snatch It Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn, dude. That's the best way to play that game. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> like, they could, like, you don't even hear that stuff normally. Like, they could have just <laughs> recorded, like, 10 of them. But yeah. But they, like, did so many. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's to immerse yourself in the basketball experience. Yep. Shout out to 2K Sports. Always taking it to the next level. That's true. Uh, how about we go over to the the old one star movie corner? I guess I didn't I, I didn't introduce the podcast. So if you're hopping in at episode 64, welcome to One Star Podcast. If this uh, if this audio file started playing on your computer and you don't know why or what it came from, <laughs> uh, this is One Star Podcast. It's, yeah, this is One Star Podcast. We're your host Jack and Nolan, and we're gonna we're gonna take you through the wild world of google reviews um but before we do that we're actually going to look at reviews for the movie cavalcade which won the 19 was it 1933 or 1934 oscars i don't know it was one of those okay well it's one of those uh don't never heard of this movie before kind of similar to most of the other ones we've talked about yeah honestly Uh, i don't even remember what it's about i looked i looked this up like a week ago i can't even remember what do you think cavalcade is about uh if i got to guess uh a cavalcade is like a party so i'm yeah. thinking i'm thinking it's like the great gatsby with like but without any like the bullshit symbolism or whatever it's just about a really cool party it's like project x from 1933 yeah okay it's the <laughs> it's just the original project x yeah. <laughs> yeah all the all the teenagers in the 30s were like we're gonna have a cavalcade party yo i swear that like last size party was seriously a cavalcade Dude, that was like cavalcade <laughs> we had three ke- we had three kegs uh that was a straight up the best cavalcade party i've ever been to yeah uh, they they're playing like uh like heads will roll uh steve aoki remix but it's uh it sounds like it's in like a 1930s like phonograph kind of a thing yeah (laughs) did you see the did you see the great gatsby movie like the semi-recent one uh i don't think so i saw like parts of it i I don't think i saw the whole thing but they they put like modern like edm music in (laughs) on like the soundtrack no i did during the party i've definitely seen that scene at the at the very (laughs) like least because i do remember that and being like what the fuck it's just uh, so because like they put so much effort into like into like making the rest of it look period accurate and then they just have edm <laughs> music 
Yeah, they got Skrillex going on, uh, and uh, yeah. Thomas Thomas Buchanan's doing like uh, a keg stand or whatever in the corner. That'd be really funny. Uh huh. All right. Well, let's let's check some of these reviews out. I'm looking at this first one. This looks like it's on BestBuy.com. Can you confirm? Yeah, that? I got some from Best Buy this time. I don't really know how I knew that either. There's really no indication, other than I guess I'm well, just. You, What's Best up? Buy has the thing where at the at the bottom you can put. I would recommend this to a friend. That's true. <laughs> I think the 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 font color and like font type is also kind of what set me off to it. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah. yeah, do you want to take this first one from uh, Bronco and J George? Yeah, this is just from uh, you know Bronco and J George over here, <laughs> and uh, he gives Cavalcade five stars and says, um, "Sometimes an oldie is the perfect choice." Okay, <laughs> um, and this is a, and this is a verified purchase, so um, he did buy. Uh, it. It's a real review. And he says, I love when I grab an old film from before I was born and see a film that is unique, not a cookie cut same story they tend to churn out today. Grab this one. <laughs> no, like zero details about the movie. Just that it was unique. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unique. You know, it's, it's just it's one of those old movies. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for a movie from before you were born and also with the caveat that you were born after 1933 uh go ahead and pick this one <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm interested with the the product here it's cavalcade and then in parentheses it says two discs so it comes with both the blu-ray and the dvd yeah Why? so you can watch it at uh on two different tvs at the same time yeah you can watch it in 1080p and 720p yeah if you're like yeah i like to watch it in blu-ray but then i'm like I wonder how this would look in worse quality. So I pop the DVD in. God. I wish that which was had more artifacting. Yeah. Ooh, this doesn't look like it has enough post processing in it. I should probably check out the DVD version. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one is, I believe, is this uh, Amazon? It's yeah. uh, it's from a user named G Spur, and uh, they say one star, uh, boring movie. This one is also a verified purchase. Uh, and they, they they say the movie was awful we purchased it because it was a quote best picture very boring movie to watch <laughs> wouldn't recommend <laughs> i uh, love that they were like hey this is this was supposed to be the best picture <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like like people like you know it's like a real high school kid move if you're like oh i'm gonna get into movies so i'm gonna watch all the best pictures uh, not realizing yeah. that the majority of the movies made before like 1960 are like a fucking awful. Uh, yep. And then like anticipating, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm, it's probably going to be the new Citizen Kane or the old one even. Uh, and uh-huh. then it's not. So, you know, expectation versus reality or whatever. It sets the expectations really high if you know going in that they said it was the best picture. Yeah, if they said it was the the best one for its time, probably with a question mark at the end too, then maybe it would be a little bit less deceiving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to take this next one, Nolan? Yeah, this one's from someone named All Americans. <laughs> this is also on Amazon. Yeah. And they say... Um, Cavalcade, one star, uh, verified purchase. Uh, I wrecked my order. I think that means I received my order. Yeah, I think so. Um, that's like some some Amazon slang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to my surprise, 
It is in either Chinese or Japanese with English translation at the bottom of the film. We'd like to exchange this to an English version of the movie. Thank you. <laughs> and then we got a, a follow-up comment from someone named uh, DJ Control <laughs> who says, uh, then contact customer service. Don't write a review about it. <laughs> like, I feel like that... There's, I feel like that is a legitimate reason to write a review. If it didn't say it was going to be in Chinese and then it was, like yeah. you could, that seems like a one star review to me. Like I'm not sure where DJ Control is coming from here. I just like that he can't tell the difference between Chinese and Japanese. Uh, come on, yeah, that's funny as well. <laughs> they, they don't sound similar at all. Uh, I also like that his, in keeping with his name being all American, he wants it to be in all English because he's all American. Yeah yeah uh okay this next one also comes from best buy it's from a user named azjtr uh what do you think that stands for nolan um arizona joe the rogan i was thinking it stands for a zon or sorry a zebra jumping the road so yeah that'd be good too yeah that sounds like one of those like keyboarding class things you have to type <laughs> to to touch the the letters that don't get used very much so you can see how yeah. fast you're yeah a zebra um, jumping the road a zebra jumping the road <laughs> it's a nice uh like math blaster style game math uh, blaster yeah. <laughs> yeah uh they say four stars and say great movie this is also a verified purchase for the same product as the last best buy review uh, and they say, it's nice to see an old movie with great characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's just it's just nice to see that. Yeah. Do you think the combo pack with the Blu-ray and the DVD is more expensive than just buying the Blu-ray or the DVD on its own? Um, That's a good question. I wonder if. I feel like there was a time when they were trying to get people to to switch to blu-ray by being like oh we'll also throw the dvd in there yeah but from, but uh from both reviews they posted this less than a year ago and i feel like oh that's true yeah yeah i feel like blu-ray is pretty much in vogue at this point like i feel like basically everybody has a blu-ray player uh so i don't really understand why they would be packaging uh, a blu-ray and a dvd like today together because yeah i could definitely understand you know, making the transition, you're like, all right, well, you're going to use your dinky DVD player now, but once you get that shiny Blu-ray, buddy, you're going to uh, have a great time with this movie from 1933. Yeah, well, when I see two discs, it makes me think it's like, disc one is the movie and disc two is like some cool bonus features. <laughs> so I'd actually be kind of disappointed I got it. It was just two discs of the same movie. <laughs> yeah, I one... want to see like some, I want to see some behind the scenes. I want to see some cast interviews. I want to see, I want there to be like a trivia game or something. Yeah. Uh, director's commentary uh, over the movie, but it's all like director's their... cut. Yeah. A director's cut. It's a four hour long version of the cavalcade movie. Yeah. Sounds yeah. Awesome. I like that. We still have no, no idea what this movie's about through all these <laughs> all we know is it's an old movie and it has great characters yeah. and, it's and it's also unique. boring yeah. oh yeah and it's unique too uh, <laughs> you want to take this next review yeah this is from letterboxd and it's by hate eight and it's a two stars um i was okay for the first hour then the second hour i was on my phone the whole time <laughs> Uh, impressive number of actors on screen for a 1933 film. 
What does he think the screens were smaller back <laughs> yeah. then, or something? <laughs> the cameras couldn't uh, weren't wide enough to get the whole shot. Yeah. Um, also, major Lipton's tea product placement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Lipton's tea has been around for so long. Yeah, me too. Well, that was a really good investment on their part because people are still watching this movie. Yeah, and talking uh, what like almost almost ninety years later. <laughs> Yeah, it's I'm probably uh, thinking, damn, I got to I got to get some Lipton's tea. Dang, yeah, I got to go to the store uh, and get some Lipton tea because I watched the movie Cavalcade. OK, so <laughs> once again, no information on this movie's plot at all. We just know that there's also Lipton tea in the in the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're in a really good, really good picture of this film. And there's a, there's an there's great characters and an impressive number of actors. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Okay, I think this... it's just a bunch of people sitting around at a big party drinking Lipton's tea. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, yeah, it's still the Great Gatsby because uh, there's lots of people in the party or whatever. But instead of like martinis, they're all drinking Lipton's tea. Yeah, with a label facing the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, this next review is from Amazon and it's from a user named WRKNNWF. Uh, it also says that he's a top contributor in fishing. So <laughs> so he's got the he's got the credentials to review this this movie. Yeah. I don't know how you get that. I've never seen that before in any like Amazon. Yeah, I haven't either. And I'll, like how is that helpful to me when I'm trying to decide whether to buy this movie? You're like, "Oh, maybe I'll read this guy's review. He's a he's a top fishing contributor." Like what does that even mean also cuz it's like does that just mean he's reviewed a lot of fishing related products? Cause it's like Amazon, you don't, you just like type in fishing on Amazon. You're like, yeah, I'm going to buy fishing today. It's really, <laughs> really strange to me. Uh, he gives it three stars and says, uh, he, this is a, he got, he watched this on prime video, uh, and says, I don't even remember watching this. So I can't rate high or low. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like you could probably rate it pretty low if you don't. If you watch it, you don't remember it. Yeah, because it was verified that. Well, it was verified that he purchased. It doesn't say it was verified that he watched it. Yeah, maybe he bought it and forgot about it. Maybe he watched it, but he was uh, he was reviewing fishing products the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he was reviewing uh, reviewing a new uh, some new fishing line. It's like this is top quality double braided fishing line. Uh, won't break no matter the fish all that kind of cool stuff yeah uh, do you want to take this last one from sandra reeves yeah last one from sandra reeves which might um shed a little more light on the plot yeah um, she says uh one star an upper class family in england watches the decades go by and then okay. the review is an upper-class family in England watches the decades go by. Not very interesting. And the wife is a snob of the first rank. Um, I like the response. And we've got a follow-up comment here from W. Stevenson, who says, uh, Sandra, you never even watched it. Next time, sit down and pay attention. Okay, so the, so the one piece of plot that we're getting has been refuted by another person. I, yeah. I gotta look up this movie now cavalcade i need to see what this is about it's like, really funny to reply to someone's review and be like you never even watched it i like i like that this movie won best movie of the year or whatever it has a 5.8 on imdb and 63 percent on rotten tomatoes 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the movie synopsis on Google says uh, upper cruster, upper crust Londoners, Robert and Jane Marriott uh, and their working class counterparts, Alfred and Ellen Bridges experience life's many triumphs and tragedies from the Boer War at the dawn of the 20th century up to the 1930s. Queen Victoria's death and the sinking of the Titanic etched deep scars on both families, but the outbreak of World War I and its dramatic aftermath proves to be the greatest tests of their courage and friendship. This movie seems like bullshit. This movie seems bad, like really bad. (laughs) (laughs) So it's set over a span of like 30 years. That's pretty insane. Well, it's like all of these like like world events that are happening and like how they affect these people when it's like none of the like they they're in London. The Boer War took place in South South Africa and the Titanic was in the middle of the ocean. So I don't really understand yeah. <laughs> how that would affect them like literally at all. Uh, world War One probably would have had a better like a more uh, uh, prominent effect on like, you know, day-to-day life but like the titanic i feel like was probably just sad yeah very weird but yeah did you know that the first movie about the titanic was made like a year after the titanic happened (laughs) really i feel like making a movie about 9 11 right after i guess probably not exactly the same but similar right after it happened yeah, I just assumed that like the reason they made Titanic in the '90s was they were like, "Well, it's been long enough; we can make a movie." But actually, they had like made a bunch of them, and the first one was like immediately. <laughs> they had to wait seventy years to make a movie about the Titanic because it's too touchy a subject. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought, but I was wrong. It won three Academy Awards, which includes Best Picture and Best Director, but uh, Wikipedia does not tell me the third one, even though. They probably just could have wrote that one, too. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an important one. Yeah. Um, I'm looking here to see if there's anybody I recognize as far as... Uh, oh, it's based on a play by Noel Coward. Ha! It's not the same as Coward. Coward. <laughs> <laughs> it's got... Um, I like how it says it's the picture of the generation. <laughs> Where does it say that? It's on the poster here on Wikipedia. Oh, it it's does. Just- cavalcade picture of the generation by noel coward <laughs> yeah well i like that noel coward seems to not have to have much to do with the actual movie itself other than writing a play it was based on because frank yeah he didn't was he, it? yeah he didn't direct it he didn't do the screenplay either yeah. yeah i mean he's not even listed as a producer which you'd think i mean a play that came out two years before this movie like he could at least throw noel coward in as like producer or whatever right yeah yeah but i guess i well, guess co- was up nothing uh, i was gonna say i guess frank lloyd uh couldn't be bothered to do that so uh anyway what do you say we start taking a look at some of these old reviews that we got um okay <laughs> perfect so we're gonna start with the westchester mist sorry winchester mystery house in san jose california uh, what is a Winchester mystery house? So I really don't know. I was just kind of like looking. I like zoomed in on San Jose, California on uh, Google Maps. And it was like a, something that like was popped out or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? What's the mystery? Uh, but, you know, I think some of these reviews will shed some light on what the mystery is. And, you know, maybe some goings on within the, the house itself. Okay, uh, cool. So we're going to start with Olivia. Um 
and Olivia is a local guide and they put one star on this on this one. And they say this destination was extremely disappointing. The main <laughs> the main tour is forty dollars and only includes two mysterious and wacky attractions. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough wacky attractions for my tastes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think two mysterious attractions is probably good, but you, I want, I would want at least a couple more wacky attractions. Yeah, well, it's not uh, called the Winchester Wacky House. That's true. I guess if she was expecting more wacky attractions, she should have gone to the Winchester Wacky House. It's just down uh, the street. Yeah. Uh, they were just shallow cabinets. And a very brief view of the stairs that go nowhere. The rest of the wacky architecture was in a second tour for an additional $15. <laughs> you have to pay an extra wacky fee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they like they bill it on like an invoice and there yeah there's a 15 dollars charge for wacky fees yeah <laughs> uh additionally apart from the walls and some windows nothing was originally of the house none of the furniture was original i would reckon i would not recommend it at all so yeah this first this place wasn't mysterious or wacky enough for olivia but the mm. owner responds here and they say, uh, thank you for your feedback, Olivia. While the furniture was auctioned off after Sarah Winchester died in 1922, and some repair work has been done to a number of rooms, much of what you see on the tour is the original is original to the house. Our historian has worked over the years to collect period pieces of furniture for the rooms as well. We do appreciate your feedback and we'll use insight like this in our, our upcoming meetings. Uh, I like that they have a, have a team meeting. Yeah, I like really team like meeting and what? What's the team meeting for? What? Oh, just to be like, we got to increase our wackiness levels immediately. <laughs> I like that they have a historian on retainer for this house. Yeah, like, like that's pretty good. Uh, this next one's from Nana Zina Zinha. Uh, do you want to take this one, uh, Nolan? Yeah, Nana says one star. Don't waste your time and money. Most of the room are not furnished, and the ones that have furniture are not original to the house. There are a lot of rooms that seem to be under construction, and you can see the slats on the walls. <laughs> Our tour guide was terrible. It's not the job for her. It seems like she memorized her lines and read them to us. <laughs> Yeah, I need my tour guide to make up an original, uh, an entirely original story for every tour. <laughs> uh, uh, the outside of the house is nice, and it's a, but it's a big disappointment when you get inside. For the amount of money they charge for the tour, I expected something better maintained and more interesting. <laughs> I like the owner's response, too. You want to read that? Yeah. Thank you for your feedback. <laughs> so they didn't bother challenging the claim about the original furniture like they did on the other one yeah this this one they were like well if if she really thinks it's not original she could read the other reviews and yeah yeah uh okay this next one comes from igst uh who gave it one star and they say i am really upset on angie and management so don't know who angie (laughs) is i came (laughs) i came to throw some axes not look at fake slash copy furniture she said like is is it is too dangerous because was raining in morning and they are waiting for sunny days management the home depot is 15 minutes from you can you cover the area if you feel it so unsafe or is too expensive for your business and customers happiness okay so this is a whole what are they, what with the 
the Home Depot. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> also the whole, like, going to this place to throw axes. I didn't, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, is it like an axe-throwing, like, ring at the back of it or something? Because when, th- when I think Winchester Mystery House, I don't think axe-throwing place. Yeah. But, which is weird. Uh, the owner responds to this one, too. They say, we're sorry to hear about your experience. Axe throwing does not operate in the rain. And we have this information available on our website. The rain not only impacts the ground, but the added moisture impacts the wood of the targets, making it more difficult to stick to your target. So I kind of agree with them that they could just go to the Home Depot and like maybe get something to cover the like the uh, the lanes or whatever. Uh, or yeah. <laughs> maybe just do it inside. But <laughs> like seems kind of weird and like tacked on if they just like it's something that can't happen if it's raining outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay this next one's from noriega the real noriega he owed me a hundred favors that's a little rick ross line for you there thanks uh, yeah no problem <laughs> uh you can read this one nolan local guide one star my daughter planned on going for her birthday, but after reading the reviews, I think we will go elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah, I love it when they're just completely swayed by the reviews and then still feel inclined to leave a one-star review. <laughs> having <Yeah. laughs> like not gone there and basing all their entire their decision entirely off of the negative reviews. Yeah, that's definitely how the reviews are supposed to work. Is you're just if if you read the reviews and you don't like it, you're supposed to add one of your own. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, the reason why we're reading this now is because it's you know it's the Easter episode, and there's a bit a bit of a controversy over the Easter egg hunt that they have at this place, which Carmen oh, here yeah. is going to touch on a little bit. Uh, so this review comes from Carmen Ayala, who's a local guide, and they give it one star and say, "Boo to these people!" There they advertised there would be five thousand eggs and thirteen golden ones. There was not winning. There was not winning that lady. Okay, I need to reread this. Uh, There would be 5,000 eggs and 13 golden ones. There was not winning. The lady was going around giving you one little package of M&Ms, just one, and they say sorry about the egg story, about the eggs, that she's passing them to each child. (laughs) And then I think the worst part about it was it said that it was free. I was a free event. I was a free event. That's a really funny sentence. Uh, Uh, And that would be bounce houses and things like that. I get there and they're changing or they're charging for every service. And if people everywhere with baby strollers running people down the kid, I love the, like the imagery of that. Somebody's got their baby in a stroller, like running people over. with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the condition was awful. And then they wanted to charge you for everything you thought was free. And then didn't even come through with the eggs. Like they said, it would, that was kind of disappointing for my child and I who came from Mountain View. And I'll have to say, all I have to say is boo to these people. So kind of reiterating the first sentence in the review. That was a crazy, I literally don't know what they were talking about. <laughs> I think they were, they showed up for the Easter egg hunt and thought, oh, 5,000 <clears> eggs, that's probably a lot. Uh, so when we get there, uh, you know, the half hour after it starts, there should still be eggs, even though, Easter egg hunts tend to start at a certain time and then they're gone within 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. But uh, the owner kind of responds to this and says, uh, 
we received a massively unexpected turnout for this event that we were unprepared for. The 5,000 eggs were gone within the first 50 or the first 10 minutes. What about the 13 golden ones though? They didn't touch on that. Yeah. At all. What about those? <laughs> I'm, more I'm more interested in the golden ones. Yeah. Are they like, what do you think the advantage of getting a golden egg is? Do you think that it has like a, like a hundred dollar bill in it or something? Yeah, maybe. That'd be cool. I'm sure if I was a kid, I'd be like, nice. A hundred bones. I can't wait to go buy gas with this. Yeah. Uh, the 5,000 eggs were gone within the first 10 minutes, and we were forced to open the gates early due to the line, causing a severe risk to traffic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the event was free, and we informed everyone that there would be food, drinks, and activities available for purchase. We're very sorry to hear that you had a difficult time at the Easter event. We absolutely learned a lot and are excited to make improvements for next year. Oh, too bad, because uh, um, it's probably not happening this year. Most likely say, there's no. Yeah. Well, it says it's closed, so I would imagine that they're probably not doing the Easter thing this year. Uh, and then they just say email us to so we can figure something out. So interesting review from uh, Carmen on that one. Do you want to take this one from mm -hmm. Sierra? Yeah, Sierra is, uh, said one star. I'm only giving this one star because there's no option to give zero stars. Oh, damn it. The bell's in my living room. I don't, I don't want to get up. So. Oh, okay. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, it was one of the worst tours I've ever been on. The house looked fake. <laughs> and, the, and the tour guide even made a point to mention multiple times that no furniture in the house was authentic. The only thing mysterious about this house is why they're able to charge $40 a ticket. <laughs> so a lot of people really don't like that the furniture isn't authentic. Uh, yeah, and they said that the response pretty much said the same thing as above about how the furniture is not authentic. But then they said the Winchester Mystery House is full of quirky features that we may never be able to understand why they are there. <laughs> what does that mean i think it's like like one of those houses where it's like the person who lived there was like an insane rich person um who like built it so it was like a like a, a maze so there's like stairs that go to nowhere and like hallways that don't go anywhere and stuff like that uh like so that's the mystery yeah the mystery is like why'd they do this well probably because they had like legionnaires disease and there was no treatment for it in the 30s <laughs> And they, uh, like, they were just like had a ton of money and uh, blew it all in this enormous house. Um, yeah, you're right that a lot of people are mad about the furniture thing, though. That really seems to be a sticking point with a lot of these people. They just wanted to see some authentic furniture. Yeah, maybe the tour guide should just like stop saying that this stuff isn't authentic because it seems like it's a factor of the tour guides being like, okay, so this furniture isn't the stuff that was in here originally. Sarah Winchester sold it after she died somehow because if you're dead, you can't sell stuff because you're a ghost. Uh, and yeah. ghosts famously can't accept money or, or else they go to hell. Uh, so that doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm going to leave a one-star review about this. Um, yeah. Okay, this next one's from Colony Kogan, who says one star. They're a local guide. Uh, it's one of those things I had to do when I first came here, but it is really expensive. And they just <laughs> they just go for thanks for your review. We appreciate your feedback. Yeah. Uh, this next one's from Autumn, which is a little bit further down. If you want to take that. Yeah, Autumn says um, 
one star. Uh, me donkey was taken by evil spirits and I can't find him. Sometimes I hear his hee-haw, which is pretty spooky because I don't know where it's coming from. I don't understand why nobody like me charming donkey. <laughs> that's the whole review. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know what she's referring to on that uh, or what they're referring to on that. Um, to, to kind of piggyback off the hee-haw thing, uh, do, you ever, do you ever have the Hy-Vee store brand Mountain Dew that's called hee-haw? No. Oh, it's very. I mean, it it's okay, but it's like it's the name I thought was hilarious when I was like in high school. Uh, so I get it all the time, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm drinking hee haw right now." Like while I'm like gaming. That is really funny. I remember the the I had the the Walmart one that's Mountain Lightning. Yeah, Mountain Lightning and Doctor Thunder. <laughs> Doctor Th- Yeah, Mountain Lightning and Doctor Thunder. You can't have one without the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah, those ones are good too because like they're stupid cheap. Like the two liters you can get for like ninety eight cents, or at least you. Yeah, use I just remember them tasting. Well, I remember the ones in the cans taste kind of like metallic like they don't like they don't have the money to shell out for the same like can lining that the pros do yeah i'd see i never drank it in cans i would only ever get the 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 two liters uh because like when i was working at walmart and i would just like yeah get like a two liter and on my break i would just go in the break room and like drink half of it and then on my other break i would drink the other half of it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had a really great diet i remember like a lot of the times like for lunch i would just eat candy and chips uh, <laughs> and i was like pretty thin in high school i gained a ton of weight in college but i just like that that was what was just sustaining me through my work day when i like had to do like manual labor for eight hours a day uh-huh. uh who's next gonzalo uh texador and i don't know where this person is Oh, I found him. You want to take it? Because I still haven't seen it. Oh, I've just found it. Yeah. You can still read it. Yeah, so Gonzalo Gonzalo says one star. Good for American families only. Coming from Europe, honestly, this house is not a mystery at all. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're European, you've 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 already solved the mystery. Yeah, you know what you know what the 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 stuff is. I really like is his is his avatar the logo for the Boston like train like the T or whatever. Yeah, it looks like it's just a black T and a black circle. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, MBTA logo. Yeah, it it is. It's the logo for the MBTA. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't have any reviews in. His only reviews are in California and then one in Montana and one in Florida. <laughs> Apparently he's he's European too and like but is just a yeah. big fan of the MBTA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Okay, this next one I wrote in between these two, but like the next review is after that one. Bella Maria. I don't know where that person's review went. But oh, okay. uh, uh we'll just go with Thomas Rodriguez. Uh Thomas says one star, their local guide also, and they say very run down and you can't take pictures of the inside. Very dissatisfied. I wouldn't recommend stopping here. The owner says, we're sorry you didn't have a nice experience. You are allowed to take pictures inside and outside of the house. This has been the case since September of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> why was it not the case prior? <laughs> like, what, yeah. Why <laughs> what prompted you... that change? <laughs> yeah. Like, look, lots of people are complaining because of our weird rule that you can't take pictures inside the house. So I guess we're going to have to let people do that now. Oh, I found mm. Bella Maria's thing. It was just one star just says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this... Okay. Uh, did you find Pamela Parker? Yeah, I did. Go for it. Uh, she goes one star. Uh, poor tour. Limited history. That's it. Uh, well, Pamela, it, it's called the yeah. That's it. It's called the mystery house, not the history <laughs> house. Uh, man, I I don't want to read this guy's review, but I I do want to comment on their name. Uh, it's a person's whose name is Fuck You Your Mom. So pretty pretty good. <laughs> They're also a local guide. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's no one I'd rather guide me around San Jose, California than fuck you, your mom. <laughs> yeah, very, very weird. Anyway, let's go ahead. Let's take a It's like we're like 40 minutes in. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break right here and we'll be back. Yeah, that, the mystery of that house was that uh, it's it? like 40 minutes to read about. Yeah, geez. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we'll be we'll be back in just a sec.
Okay, and we're back. Woo. Woo, hell yes. Uh, and we're looking at the gap. Back in black. Back in black. I think we made that joke last week, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It's a good joke. It's a timeless. Yeah, it's a timeless evergreen. Um, yeah. Man, I like that I'm zooming in on the in New York on for the Gap Factory thing, and it's showing all the places that are temporarily closed. Thankfully, GameStop across the street is still open, so... Thank God. <laughs> or at least they didn't tag themselves as temporarily closed. But yeah, so we're looking at Gap Factory, which I believe is a factory store for the Gap. It's in uh, Jackson Heights, Brooklyn, New York City, baby. Yeah, it's not a fat. I don't think it's the fact. It says it's a factory, but I don't think it's where they actually make the Gap clothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, basically an outlet. It's a factory store. Uh, yeah. It'd be cool if you could go into the factory and buy clothes right off the line. Yeah, I really like to buy my clothes fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're starting with Jen Ben. Do you want to take this one on? Yeah, Jen Ben says um, one star. Uh, even the floor staff was the worst person. <laughs> um, I know, I know the floor staff name because she gave me the super worst customer service <laughs> her name is shoban think of it my Sh god the f i think i think, What's I think it's shivon but yeah <laughs> okay well my god the floor staff name shoban she had horrible attitude <laughs> uh the staff name shoban was horrible and worst not good the floor sales staff named Shoban was super rude and had big attitude and was arrogant. Shoban was having big ego. She was the most horrible person I ever met in Gap stores. Shoban needs to learn manners. It was very disappointing. <laughs> Why this Gap factory all staff had big problems? It's very sad. Zero customer service. <laughs> oh my god. The <laughs> the the Shoban having big ego is very funny, but <laughs> god damn, she was the most. Also, how many people does this person meet in Gap stores? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's not saying much. The most the most horrible person I have ever met in Gap stores. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's really good. Um, okay, we got the next one from Abi Chandi. Uh, who says one star uh roslin was rude at gap was worse staff and very arrogant and rude big attitude so this seems really similar to that other one it does yeah their staff are not good don't know don't know to talk no matters the front staff name roslin was the worst and horrible and very rude and not helpful Roslyn was having big attitude and wasn't friendly. No, and no smile on her stony face. <laughs> really painting a picture. Even, even Roslyn was super slow. Even she was even that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I won't ever come back to the store again. Roslyn didn't had good customer service. Zero star and poor customer service she had. Shaking my head. She should learn some man here to talk. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was in a very similar style to. It was very similar. Yeah. 
Is this Ugh. some kind of coordinated like character assassination campaign against the Gap Factory? Yeah, well, it's against two different employees too. Yeah, what? is this coming? Is this coming from like the the Skechers warehouse down the street? <laughs> no, it's from GameStop. The the GameStop. Oh, yeah. The, uh, they're trying to get people to go to GameStop instead of the Gap. They're like, they're like, what does Gap stand for? Gamer and proud. Kind of a reversal uh-huh. of the old joke, you know. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay i can't find this other person fair v um i hope they didn't get t- taken away or like i'm sure it was a really good review <laughs> i didn't i didn't put that it was a it was a more than one star but it could have been well i'm just gonna scroll a bunch and then do a control f and see if we can find yeah uh, i'm trying the same thing we gotta find this review hey it's on the it's on the notes which means we gotta read it it's possible they changed their name because we've been seeing that lately where people will change their username on Google. Yeah. Hey, if you're out there reviewing things on Google, don't change your fucking name. Makes our job a lot yeah. harder. Well, I just found one that I think was, I think this might have been it. Okay, let's hear uh, it. Or it's definitely worth reading anyway. It's from, I think this is it, but it's from someone named Will Vasquez. Okay. So maybe the V stood for Vasquez. Anyway, local guide, one star. Um it was re- it was sorry <laughs> it was no it was no really good please the manager some name like mac macquisco has a poor attitude to the customer <laughs> he acting like he owns the store and attitude was poor i think he, they must take customer service classes uh, there's so many like dot dot dots yeah this is like the weirdest I was gonna like say he starts every sentence like with like an ellipses. Yeah, and then like goes um, ellipses. Like also, he ends it with the ellipses, and then goes three exclamation points too. Intr- yeah. Uh, uh, dot dot dot. A guy with glasses from the store next to the cashiers. He was very helpful and polite, and forgot to ask him the name. <laughs> dot dot exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point dot 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 dot. ETC, 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 <laughs> and then all caps. I strongly believe they could do it better. <laughs> That's a good motto to have in life. Uh, I strongly believe yeah. they could do it better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was really weird. Like uh, like three very strangely worded reviews in a row. Um, obviously, it might be like ESL or whatever, but like, the the whole thing about like the two employees like the Abi Chandi and the the Jen Ben reviews were very strangely similar. They also have the same yeah, just number. Yeah, the name What's over it? and over and over again. Yeah, it's really really weird. But we're gonna we're gonna call it good on the Gap Factory store. We're gonna go to White Castle and we got one we got one review for White Castle. This is in what is it again? Uh, it's in El- Elmhurst, Elmhurst. New York little i'm still we're still in brooklyn new york baby okay still in brooklyn there you go yeah it's right next to this big mall looking disc thing you see what are you on the maps app right now uh yeah i don't i'm not seeing the disc though there's like now i see it yeah yeah yeah. it's like this whole what's up it's like a round mall yeah and you got got like the 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 store layout for the best buy that's in there too so if you need to find something you can go in there yeah, uh, damn, I just switched to satellite and yeah, it's really just like a circular mall. Oh yeah, that is really crazy. really weird, but um 
Okay, so yeah, this is for the White Castle in Elmhurst, and this review is from a person. Uh, this the username is in all caps. Or Dead Man's Baby. The, also, the whole review is also in all caps. They say four mm-hmm. stars. Tasty burgers at a decent price. The soda machine to make your own flavor was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love describing of like a cup freestyle machine as the soda machine to make your own flavor. Uh, <laughs> you're like you're at the soda machine. And you're like, yeah, I'm inventing new flavors right now. Yep. <laughs> uh, we we liked the idea of the napkin dispenser for fresh napkins with no waste. <laughs> what does that mean? What? Have they never seen it? Like a- <laughs> Have they not seen a napkin dispenser before? It's like, what the fuck? Uh, the, 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 the shake tasted like ice chips. Not good. What does that mean? Not good. The bathroom was clean, though. We saw a homeless woman there, and my friend gave her $5 to get some food. We will be back there again. <laughs> what does that have anything to do with the experience oh what? I, oh my god that's really really funny oh, I, i'm still hung up on the i'm hung up on the napkin dispenser thing like <laughs> is there some kind of new kind of napkin dispenser out there that i haven't seen because like they say it's for fresh napkins with no waste but i feel like a normal napkin dispenser it has fresh napkins and with no waste. Like, I feel like that's not a problem that needed solving. Yeah, like what? I, I can't think of a way to design a napkin dispenser that would cause waste. Uh, unless it's yeah. like, <laughs> uh, like, unless there's like a lit match that's burning everything underneath it. So you have to take all the napkins out before all they all like <laughs> burn. But I don't understand why anybody would put that in a store, you know? So uh, I really feel like they're just talking about like a regular napkin dispenser, yeah. like, they'd, like they'd never seen it before. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at that mall because it just shows all the stores that are on the mall, like on this big sign that's on the side of it. Uh, they got oh, yeah. D- they got DSW, Red Lobster, Best Buy, Skechers Outlet, Macy's Furniture Gallery, Target, CVS Pharmacy, Outback Steakhouse, uh, Macy's Backstage, and then they have Mattress Firm. And then uh, pretzel time, it looks like. So pretzel time. Yeah. So is there parking? It looks like there's parking like on the roof around the rim of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it looks kind of like like the outside of it is also like a parking garage just because you can. Yeah. I'm I'm like looking into it. This is the weirdest mall I've ever seen in my entire life. I kind of want to go back to New York just to go to this mall. Yeah. What's it called? Does it have a. I don't think it has a name. See, like that's what I was trying to find out was like what the name of this place is oh i found it never mind it's called queen's place so oh nice yeah i don't think it's in queens though so don't really understand unless this is queens i don't know fucking new york at all so if you're ever in new york check out queen's place yeah it's cool anyway uh let's do yeah let's do that sun valley lanes review okay this is a good one uh, so this is a, this one has several paragraphs for the owner's response. So let's say uh, let's say you take the review and then the first paragraph and I'll take the last two paragraphs. All right. So um, this is for a bowling alley in, in Lincoln, uh, in, in West Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. And um, 
This review is from uh, 402 Power Boats. Who <laughs> <laughs> is a local guide, and they give it two stars. Bad taco pizza. Stay away from that. Fun place, though. <laughs> just bizarre reason to give a bowling alley two stars, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, they're rec- you have to keep maintain your social distance from the talk from the taco pizza. That's true. Um, uh, just just a reminder for the audience there that review was one sentence long, and like I mentioned, there is a multiple paragraph response. So uh, yeah, the owner and this is kind of a common theme with these reviews. The owner tends to like say a lot more than the reviewer did. Yeah, and um, so on this one, I'll, I'll get it started here. The owner of Sun Valley Lane says Josh, which I didn't say Josh. Maybe Josh <laughs> changed his name to 402 Power Boats. <laughs> uh, Josh, thank you for taking the time to share your experience. We truly value all of our guest comments. And this is one that can be considered, quote, personal preference. <laughs> so it's a little difficult to determine if it's an actual issue. It is our mission to provide the best experience for all of our guests in the bowling world, we are considered a world-class facility. <laughs> uh, so that's a bold claim. Yeah, that's huge. It's uh, a huge claim. Uh, but I'm not sure, however, that our taco pizza is world-class. Uh, your comment has caused an internal review by our staff as we strive to satisfy all of our guests. <laughs> that's kind of psycho, but okay. Uh <laughs> The owner goes on to say, uh, the taco pizza was a suggestion that was developed by one of our staff members several years ago. So kind of going into the the history of the taco pizza, which is what we needed to hear. Yeah, I really wanted to know how it came to be on the menu. Um, (laughs) Although I encourage creativity by all of our staff members, a pizza sauce based taco pizza is not the norm. During 2017, we sold just over 140 taco pizzas. So also getting <laughs> getting into the financials a little bit, you know, giving us the numbers, <laughs> which is not a large number by any means. However, if you are expecting a salsa based sauce, this is not the pizza for you. Hence the personal preference comment above. <laughs> so so in this paragraph, we've gotten the history of the taco pizza, the numbers of like the, the financial numbers. And also the ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, since the potential for our f- for uh, sorry potential for failed expectations are inherent in this offering, effective immediately, we are suspending all sales of our taco pizza. We don't want to disappoint <laughs> anyone else in the future, as we have disappointed you. This person literally wrote one one sentence review that caused this person to take an entire menu item off of their menu. Yeah, well, it triggered an internal review by the staff, which I'd like to imagine is like a like a six-month project that they undertook. And then they took the, the this pizza that they... I mean, they, I feel like 140 taco pizzas in a year sounds like a lot to me. I mean, for Lincoln, I feel like... I mean, like, I'm sure they get plenty of food orders or whatever, but 140 pizzas seems like a not-so-insignificant number. But maybe they were just looking for an excuse to like take it off the menu because the ingredients are more expensive. <laughs> but so they go on to say, because we still got one more paragraph after this. You'd think yep. you'd think, you know, after that they would just resolve it, especially considering the owner responses we get on other reviews that are just like nonsense most of the time. The uh-huh. owner says 
we will reevaluate the offering to see if we can make it meet the general expectations of all of our guests. Normally, <laughs> our regular pizza is considered excellent by a large number of guests. Uh, and our garlic cheese bread is actually one of our signature items. Yeah, I love going to the bowling alley and getting a signature item. <laughs> if, if, you, if you would like to contact me via our website by emailing me, John Lasito, by following the link at, then they gives the link, I'll be certain to send you a free pizza coupon to try one of our different pizzas. Thank you again for this comment, Josh. I am sorry we disappointed you, but I am glad that to find our place to be fun. And hopefully next time we can earn five stars on your visit. So this person went like so above and beyond to like, like appease this guy. And they never changed the review from two stars to five, even though it should at least have been a four star review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the most insane, like, <laughs> I guess he really, John really follows the the customer is always right principle. I guess, but that's... As soon as he heard that Josh didn't like the taco pizza, they he took drastic action. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, like, I, I guess at least that he's not convinced that his shit don't stink, which is good, but... You know, it's like, come on, man! It's a, it's a bowling alley. <laughs> Give some fuck about the food. God, um, I just can't, I can't get over that sentence. Effective immediately, we are suspending all sales of our taco pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like this is an emergency. We're shutting it all down. <laughs> oh my fucking god, dude! That is hilarious. That's so fucking funny. I'd like. It'd be really funny if somebody was like, uh, yeah, "Bowling's not very fun." They're like uh sammy we have we have reviewed the we've reviewed our, with our staff about bowling being fun and have decided to effective immediately close all lanes and turn this into a pool hall <laughs> yeah uh, well, i'm a big fan of this i mean i don't i'm not gonna read their review but their name is game sauce down here uh and then oh, the owner yeah. responded to him and said hello game sauce which i think is pretty funny <laughs> um Okay, this like there's another one up here. That's another multi-paragraph review that the guy like itemizes, like goes one and then like a lowercase a to like branch off of that number one. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is awesome. <laughs> this I like this other one up here. This one from Dwayne where he said two stars. I enjoy bowling, but I don't enjoy bowling on dry lanes. And that's yeah. the whole review. And the reply is like four paragraphs and John, and John goes into he goes he goes in, in, in this is in the he goes into this whole breakdown of Dwayne's average scores at bowling how does he, he goes, know the um, average scores so he's trying to refute him he's trying to refute the review by by providing evidence that his average score on the dry lanes at, at Sun Valley lanes is actually higher than what it's been at other. Cause he says last season, your high average was 178 at orange bowl in Beatrice <laughs> this season at Sun Valley lanes. You're averaging 185 after nine games this season. From what I can tell you're at the highest certified average that you've ever had in digging into this a little more. I am also even more perplexed at the pattern I see. And he gives, he says, your league scores seem to indicate that you prefer dry lanes as your game averages are. <laughs> dude i think this guy just loves bowling like yeah <laughs> like i i think it's great that this guy 
is just doing what he loves with his life, which is responding to reviews and bowling, or at least owning a bowling alley. Oh, man. Yeah, so um, if you want to go to a bowling alley where the guy, the owner is extremely passionate about <laughs> all aspects of the experience, even down to the taco pizza, that would be Sun Valley Lanes on West P Street in Lincoln, Nebraska. Honestly, if I mean, if you're ever in Lincoln and you're looking for a place to bowl, it is a very nice bowling alley. I do like going there. Yeah, uh, they had a like a, after 9 p.m. It was like nine dollars for all you can bowl. So that that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's like on the pricier side, but like for the for what you get, I feel like it's pretty nice. I don't know. I like going there. They also had oh yeah this was the one we went to once and they had like um they had like f- like future bowling or something oh yeah it's like cosmic and, and bowling said, what's up yeah it it was like the they, they had like um the the hook of it and the guy when he explained it to us he was like I can't remember what it was called but he was like this is we're like one of only like three bowling alleys in the country that have this new type of bowling <laughs> and it was like basically the hook was that like. Whereas normal bowling, you only score like like a hundred or two hundred points. In this one, it was like you would score like thousands and thousands <laughs> of points. And also, like the the it, it it was like it would have bumpers, but the bumpers were like lit up different colors. And if you hit certain parts on the bumpers, you could it would count as like a trick shot, and it would like multiply your score and stuff. That sounds like fun, honestly. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, um, I feel like we got a little bored of it, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you it was know, definitely something different. You just go once and you're like, yeah, this is fun. But I mean, unless you're like going and expecting the normal bowling experience. But I feel like if you're going into it, like knowing that that's what's going to happen, I feel like it could be a good time, you know, mix up the bowling experience a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking this other review from someone named Mars Troll who gave it one star. And at the end of the and he said dirty place and the owner response at the after obviously he gives like a big breakdown of how they of like their entire cleaning schedule yeah. but then at the end he says um, at the time of this posting you've rated 47 business on google 37 of which you left one star for it seems like your name is fitting as you are certainly an internet troll <laughs> for this guy named mars troll i like mars trolls avatar that's like the space shuttle launching <laughs> pretty funny yeah that's awesome <laughs> let's go to the listener review so, um this first one is from a listener named rio Josette. uh the title the subject line is re uh and then the sub the, the email says hello i have an offer for you regards <laughs> <laughs> oh that was that this that was a spam email i told you about uh, it's telling me the message seems seems dangerous yeah. but it looks safe to me uh i mean I feel like maybe responding to this person is where we get into the danger zone a little bit, but, uh, the danger zone. Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, know. If I see an email that says I have an offer for you, I immediately say, yes, sign me up. Yeah. Whatever it is. I don't need any details, please. I love, if it's an offer. I love offers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So we're going to get in the real listener piece now. <laughs> this first one comes from the legged one, uh, who says, saw this review on Letterboxd, figured you guys would appreciate it. So it's for the movie yeah, Spectre. What's up? The, the movie corner is leaking out into other areas of the show. <laughs> I see this is going to be an all this is going to be an all movies podcast. Yeah, I was a big fan of when Spectre won uh, uh, best film in 2015. That was really good. Yep, it was uh, well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, this is that J- the is this the most recent James Bond movie? 
Uh, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a movie guy, so I don't remember, but um, I think it was. No, I... they made. They just did a new one. It was called like. Uh, it was called like No Time to Die. I think. I th- I thought that one was like coming out, and then Maybe got it's not out delayed yet. from coronavirus or whatever. Yeah, that, I like that. Might be true. I like that every James Bond movie is like uh like the title is either one word or like something cryptic like uh like before the big sleep or something like that uh yeah yeah just really weird but so this is from george wood uh who gave specter two and a half stars and says specter banks on the very essence of james bond action thriving men Yes, we're talking about Tim Taylor, grunt out loud to show your manhood type of men. <laughs> Beautiful review. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who Tim. Oh, Tim Taylor's the the tool guy. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't Home remember. improvement. Yeah. yeah. That guy. Yeah. Tim the tool. Yeah, at first, man. I thought that was like an actor in the movie. But then I'm like, no, that's the home improvement guy. <laughs> <laughs> now that I have the context of remembering who Tim Taylor is, that that is a very funny review. <laughs> <laughs> action thriving men is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man well thanks for that review of the legged one we're gonna yep. go on to charles's review and charles says this made me laugh so let's check this one out this is for the valley cinema in i believe this is around the same area as <laughs> palmer alaska Oh, yeah. Uh, but it is in Alaska. It's outside of Wasilla, it looks like, but I don't know the actual town. Anyway, so it's from Tallahassee Ainsland. Do you want to check this one, Nolan? Uh, yeah, they said, uh, well, first off, their picture is like a little uh, bunny or something. So kind of getting that Easter theme going. And they said, um, <laughs> one star, management needs to step up. Saw two employees having sex in the parking lot during hours. Name tags clearly seen. <laughs> I like, uh, in my brain, like, I, I have this image of, like, just two people fucking in, like, the middle of a parking lot, like, at, like, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, like, a mostly empty parking lot, and there's two employees just fucking in the, like, out in the open. <laughs> yeah this guy's just like hey come on management needs to step up <laughs> i don't know if that i want to read let's see if it's, that's this person's only review too i love that they were close enough to it to clearly see the name tags <laughs> well i i think they just saw the like the name i don't think they were able to read the name tags but they could see them yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah otherwise like why wouldn't you put the names of the employees on there to be like hey yeah these people were having sex in the parking lot because, yeah, if there's uh, something that I probably wouldn't want in my movie going experience is to pull up to the theater and seeing two employees fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I'd, I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I think it would add it would be a unique experience, but uh, I don't know if I would enjoy it. Yeah, well, some much. people well, well, some people go to movies for the sex scenes. Now you're getting a sex scene in real life. I <laughs> yeah. feel like that's a bonus. It's like a preview of the movies coming yeah, soon. Exactly coming soon to theaters this summer two employees having sex uh (laughs) (laughs) maybe it was just viral marketing for like um uh zach and miri make a porno (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh viral marketing like 10 years after that movie was out 
Yeah, instead of like a cardboard stand, they just have two people having sex in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, look, we gotta we gotta have we gotta make this believable. We gotta have you guys actually fucking in the parking lot. Yep. Oh, man. Well, thanks, Charles, for that review. Our next review comes ooh, two reviews from Maxwell. Uh, Maxwell says, hey, one star. I'm researching uh, Gabon. I believe that's a country in Africa uh, because I read the rest of the sentence for a geography of Africa <laughs> class currently. So I naturally decided to look up some reviews. I managed to find two from the same user on TripAdvisor. I hope you enjoy. So this is kind of like if you're planning on going to Africa or Gabon in Africa. Um, yeah, which I think most of our listeners are. Yeah, uh, especially right now. I mean, Africa's right now, yeah, doing the worst in the world because they were like one of the last places in the world to get the virus, but probably don't want to travel. Um, let's see. So this one is so the user's name is Ellen T116. Uh, and they say for this review for Notre Dame de Lords uh, and says looks French is African. So presumably this is a church built by the French settlers that uh, colonized this country. Um, uh-huh. uh, they say two dots out of five. And uh, they go, we stopped by this church only to discover a funeral in progress. We didn't. Oh, damn. S- <laughs> okay. We didn't stay, but we did manage to see the facade. It's a strange thing to see colored tiles and Roman style lettering on a church it is not beautiful, and the priest was European. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really weird review. <laughs> yeah, Ellen was not satisfied. Yeah, they apparently they don't like seeing colored tiles and Roman style lettering on a church. Even though I feel like mm-hmm. anywhere in the world, it's pretty common to see. Okay, you want to read this one, Nolan? The next one. Yeah, this is for. Um... Marche de Montbout. I don't know what that is. Oh, it says it's a market. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Ellen goes, probably not much for a tourist and gives it two dots out of five dots. Uh, we walked up to the Marche de Montbout on a hot and humid day. This market is huge. It extends over blocks and blocks. If you have never seen a market in a developing country, then check it out. Yeah. But it's a rather sad place. Uh, it's it's very crowded and there are many merchants selling what looks like clothing that goodwill couldn't sell oh my god Uh, i do not say this disparagingly but as an observation why would you say it at all (laughs) (laughs) Uh, also um very little food is grown in gabon so the food stands were pretty much the same with peanuts okra tomatoes eggplant and this person wanted some like McDonald's or something. Yeah. I was looking for cheeseburgers. I didn't. I was... Yeah. Um, I did not feel threatened at all. Okay. I was wearing a purse, crossbody zipped up, and instead of being harassed, was actually ignored. <laughs> I have heard that Gavin is dangerous and that the market is filled with pickpockets, but nothing like that happened at all. I love also uh, like for... feeling the need to include that sentence. Yeah. Uh, uh, From a safety perspective, using common sense will keep you safe. As a person of European origin and complexion, I cannot pretend to be local and nothing, and in all caps, (laughs) nothing bad happened. (laughs) It it took like like four sentences to talk about how they were not robbed. (laughs) (laughs) Or not robbed or harassed and actually ignored. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were kind of upset that they were ignored. They wanted some attention. What the freak? I was thinking I was going to get robbed here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that said, there isn't much to see in the market. It was hot and muddy. The most dangerous thing about the market is the broken sidewalks. Most of the sidewalks in Libreville felt like obstacle courses, so the market is no worse than that. I see that others tout the market for interesting fabrics and all, so maybe we just missed them. Guidebooks mentioned that Gavin is not a particularly is not particularly known for craft. Okay, this woman has mentioned everything that Gabon is not known for. What is it known yeah, yeah. for? <laughs> <laughs> which is what I would hope to find, which is what I would hope to find in a market. <laughs> uh, I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing that the guidebooks say it's not, if specifically say it's not particularly known for crap. Yeah. What the fuck guidebook are you reading? <laughs> the stuff that Gabon isn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was a walk amid crowds. There are food vendors, of course, but it was too hot to eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i want to too hot to eat anything that went right over my head what the fuck is she talking about it's very weird also i like that they say they're from european origin and complexion but they say they're from new york new york on their on their uh profile here so true which one is it yeah is it european or is it american because they're two different things uh this is just a really this out review is insane like it just sounded like a pretty normal experience, and most of it was about, like, I don't know. Well, it's just like, I feel, it just feels weird to me. Like, this person, like, going to a developing country and, ex like, basically expecting to be robbed, and then spending the majority of the review, like, saying that she was not robbed. Yeah, she was, like, expecting to be robbed, and then sounded, like, disappointed that she wasn't, and then she sounded like, she was disappointed that the market wasn't up to her exact specifications. Yeah, very weird. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, for Max, I want to know what is Gabon known for if it's not known for crafts or food? Because it's like uh, that was another thing that that she said. Those but, are the two things. Yeah. What the, what what's Gabon known for? Is it you know uh, cool drawings or you know what's what's the deal? So <laughs> I feel yeah, like maybe like. Uh, skateboards or something that would be tight yeah it's a one big uh skate park the whole country is that'd be awesome yep. but yeah i feel like max would know because he's uh researched the gabon uh you know as a country for their class max is so. our, our our gabon expert yeah <laughs> yeah Alrighty. Yeah, we've actually got we've actually got people we've got correspondents in our email who are researching every every country on earth for us. <laughs> yeah. every country and every continent on earth yep okay um i think that'll do it for this episode uh so yeah unless you got anything to say nolan um i'm, I'm saying we, we cut it right here we, we call that we call it a day just uh everybody stay safe and uh don't forget to have fun yeah have fun you know don't work too hard anyway yep. uh we'll see you guys on the next one uh, uh bye, -bye. later